live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Yes, 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 God bless you and thank you for joining in is exactly right. That guy in the uh, in the introduction, he sounds a lot like me. He sounds like he's a pretty well put together, well mannered, uh, uh, intelligent individual. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, just messing around with you. Thank you for joining in tonight. What is tonight? Wow, it's already Tuesday night. We've made it through the second day here on Live from America, folks. LFA TV, you're locked and loaded right here on LFA and I am. Your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it's a blessing to be here with you guys. Thank you so very, very, very much. Uh, You know, today was one of those days. You ever have those days where you go, well, this is going to be one of those days. This is going to be one of those days. Now, usually, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but usually I go from zero to. Uh, super, super angry in just a few seconds. But these last few days have been different. Today was going to be, today, one of those days just happened where it was just piling on and piling on and piling on. And I don't know if you remember or not, but a couple weeks ago, we had one of those days as well. We had one of those pile on days and I didn't deal with it so well. So I think God said for me today, let's see how well you deal with everything the devil throws on you today. And today was quite a different day. So I have the Lord to thank for that. I have all of you to thank for that. I have my producer and my wife to thank for that because uh, we're working on new ways to uh, handle the things that come at us every single day. And it's working out well. It's working out well. And I can tell you a little secret. It starts with a B and ends with an E and has an I-B-L in the middle of it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible. Evie Rosewood says, no, not you, Jeremy. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Anyway, folks, I wanted to start out the the show today with a cold open video, but I wanted to explain to you exactly what you're about to see. And what you're about to see is a full on invasion of the southern border. Now, it was very easy for the left to hide this from the general public up until now. It was very easy for the left to hide the fact that we are the number one human and sex trafficking country in the world. It was very easy in a broad, huge country like this from sea to shining sea, 3000 miles apart. It was very easy to hide the fact that there was enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in this country 10 times over and have leftovers. Very easy to hide that fact. But when the crime comes straight to your streets, you start going, wait a minute, where's all this crime coming from? And why can't those people speak English? And then you say, okay, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can also have a visual of a full-scale border invasion. And that's what I'm about to show you right now. Now, so let's uh, let's go to this clip and uh, what we saw down at the southern border, ladies and gentlemen. 
they are literally now having to be walked back by pepper bullets. They're having to be walked back by pepper bullets from our border patrol. And I got to say, maybe if there was a few real bullets in there, just maybe if there was a few real bullets in there, we wouldn't have to deal with this kind of stuff. But unfortunately, we do. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, long story short, here we go. Let's play the clip. This is a full-on uh, southern border invasion, and our border agents have to now push them back as they fight and throw rocks. And this will just be the beginning of what you see moving forward with Democrat open border policy. Let's go to the clip. Here we go. Now for our podcast viewers or listeners, I should say, what we're showing right now is Border Patrol agents literally pushing back ya se están regresando illegal aliens from Venezuela. Máxima seguridad. Oh, here they come. Pushing <laughs> them back. Las armas. Vamos corriendo. Did you see all the people on the other side? Did you see all your people on the other side? Now, if, this, if they were still following the border patrol of President Donald J. Trump, they wouldn't even dare try to cross that border. But now they're fighting back. Now they're pushing our border agents back. And I got to be honest with you, this is the first time that I've seen our border agents stay on their ground like this. I have another video for you. This is about 16 seconds long. Check this one out. See that? He's trying to stab the border agent with his pole. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, once you get the toothpaste out of the tube, you can't put it back in. And that's what we are going to now experience. Now, did the left know that this was going to happen? A full-out invasion, a full-out scale invasion? Of course they did. Of course they did. Were they ready for it? Doesn't matter if they are or not. Why? Because they don't care. They don't care. They want open borders, period. They want open border policies all the way across the board, top and bottom. They want people to come in via sea, ocean, whatever it is. They want them in here. Now, we have a record 2.38 million on record that have come over the border since Joe Biden has taken the uh, illegitimately taken the control of our White House, ladies and gentlemen. That's 2.38 million that we know about. But we know because of Border Patrol statement and because of Ben Berkwam, and other people's wonderful reporting from the border that that's about a third. So you can take that and let's even double that number. Let's just, let's compromise and double that number because we know, we know for a fact that, that from what Border Patrol said, it's just a fraction. So let's double that number, okay? And 2.38, 2.38, you're looking at close to 5 million. 5 million. Just to give you an idea, there's uh, about 500,000 people in Vermont. There's about 2.5 million in New Hampshire. There's only 3 million right there. You still got another 2 million illegal in this country. 
We don't know who they are. We don't vet them. That's the problem. Look, we're all for legal immigration. The right is all for legal immigration. But in a legal immigration uh, procedure, they learn the language of this land. They learn to assimilate. They understand how our laws work so they don't bring their uh, laws with them. The problem is, is when you just let people in, like, let's say that 90% of these people are good and 10% are bad. Okay, the problem with just letting these people in without going through the proper bo- uh, procedure of, uh, of, of immigration to this country and migrating to this country is that you don't know what to do. You don't know how we live. You don't understand our tradition. You don't understand our culture. You don't understand our language in a lot of, in a lot of cases. A lot of cases, these people don't speak English at all. You don't understand the Constitution. You don't understand why the red, white, and blue that we fly so proudly, why we fly it. You don't understand what it means to let that flag hit the ground. I'm not saying that you don't have uh, national pride, but clearly you don't have national pride if you're running from your country to come here. Long story short, you're here illegally. And there's a reasons why we're calling you illegal. That is illegal. Walking across that border, fighting our border patrol agents, that is illegal. And for all those lefties out there that don't think that we're experiencing a full-out border invasion, show them that part of this video. That's why I put it in the beginning. Okay? Show them that part of the video. I'd like to big uh, a big shout out to Lisa and Sterling Naquin. Uh, you, you guys should receive your check in the next couple days. I'm glad it went out, but there's more coming, by the way, because there was more donated through my website. So there's two checks gonna be uh, you'll be receiving. Uh, Vanette, how you doing? She says 328 million in 2020. As far uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but okay. Uh, JL Jazz in the building. Lord Fishy is watching here on Rumble. God bless. We've got. Um, Oh, how you doing out there? Rival Designs is watching. How you doing from Nebraska? Michelle Groff, how you doing? Good to see you. Bobby Driver is in the building here on Rumble. We've got uh, Lacey Barkalo here, Chick73, Michelle Curl. Let's go over to uh, Getter real quick. Excuse me, that was all Rumble. Over here on Getter, we've got Liberty Lulu Gal. How you doing? Good to see you. She says we're watching Rumble on our TV app, but also there as well. We've got Louisa, uh, Louisa7, C Ward1, NDN. NDNFLA, respect our country. Amen. How you doing, Heather Raddick? I hope everything is okay uh, after everything, you know, with your father and everything. We just, we love you, girl. Um, who else we got on here? Jay King, yo, yo, Jay Van Brown, a lot of good people. And, of course, I'd like to shout out the Roku and Fire Stick uh, viewers as well. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you have the app, I just want to show you something real quick. A lot of people are asking about this. If you have the app, let me just grab my phone here. If you go to the LFA TV app, I want to show you something. And the LFA TV app, when it comes on, see how that does that? On the top, you'll see whatever video is playing. Right now, it's me because I'm live. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to get any sound out of this, at least not yet. Okay? If you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see all of the on-demand shows down here. Right above that is the live stream button. You'll see it just says LFA live stream. Just click that and you'll be able to get all the sound and everything out of that that you need. Okay. I just wanted to let you guys know that real quick, folks. We got a great guest coming on tonight by the name of uh, Mark Fincham. You guys have might have heard of him. Mark Fincham. He'll be coming on here half past the hour. 
to talk about everything Arizona and exactly what Twitter did to him and how he got back. And we've got some stuff that um, Wendy Rogers sent me right before the show that we have to talk about as well. But for right now, I want to say thank you to the following people. Janelle Mitten, thank you very much. We went to the post office today, ladies and gentlemen. We got gifts. We got presents. But uh, since uh, producer Frankie is gone on a business trip right now, I've been running a lot of the show today. So I've been very, 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 very busy. Uh, Savvy says, I've got you running on Rumble, Getter, True Social, MeWe, and Telegram. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's love. That's sharing. That's sharing. God bless you. And you too, Bad Moon. Uh, so we got a lot of gifts and a lot of stuff in the mail today. And uh, I'll, show, I'll show the gifts that we got tomorrow. Jim and Barbara Peters, God bless you. Thank you. Cheryl Smith, thank you so very much. Barb Roland, thank you very much for the Armor of God bookmark as well. Stacey he- uh, Heaver, thank you for the letter and the CD. Uh, Carol Leak sent me a beautiful, awesome uh, flat-brim snapback Yahweh hat, so I can't wait to wear that. Mary D'Agostino, thank you so very much for the gifts and the card. Todd and Lisa Van Bokel. Uh, Rhea Carlson, God bless you and thank you. Joanne Sexton, thank you so very much. Kim Glynn, thank you so very much. And Connie Cutberth, God bless you and thank you. This LFA family, mem- this LFA family is so darn generous, so generous. We, ra- we raised, after Rumble's percentage, we raised nearly 500. Well, how much was it all together? Like, it was a lot of money today. We'll have to look again for sure. But we raised a lot of money for Scotty today and his time of need. And the great thing about that is you guys all, all just came together and did that out of your own free will. That's incredible. That's what this Live from America family member, uh, being a family member is all about. I'll ask you guys to please share the video out big time because uh, some people are saying they could not get on the video until just now. So bring the the gospel to the people. Don't wait for the people to come to the gospel. Starting out this November 2022, here in the evening version of Jesus Calling, um, it starts out with basically like what November is supposed to be all about. And my God will meet your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4, 19. So we're going to get to the evening version, and it says, though many things can affect your ability to think clearly, poor sleep, health, or nutrition, lack of fresh air, exercise, worries of the world, excessive busyness. It is still possible to exert much control over your thinking. Ask my spirit to help you in this endeavor. As you persevere in making good thought choices, you will enjoy my refreshing presence more and more. Hebrews 3.1 tells us, Therefore, holy brothers, who share in the heavenly calling, Fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle, and high priest whom we confess. Also from 1 Peter 5, 8. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls like a hungry lion waiting for someone to devour. And before you turn out the light tonight, don't let your thoughts run freely. Set a guard over them, being self-controlled and alert. Folks, it's very easy. It's very, very easy to let your mind focus on the issues and the problems and the things around us, especially since we're going through almost basically hell every day under Democrat rule and moving into communism, Marxism, whatever you want to call it. But folks, I can promise you, and I'm doing this myself, I would never ask you or tell you to do something that I don't do myself. Understand something. The more of, of, of the gospel that you let in to your eyeballs and your eardrums, the, the better of a life you're going to have. I just, I'm just telling you that right now. 
Okay? So I know it's like, oh, you know, I should be right now, I should be listening to the gospel. I should be reading the gospel, but I really want to watch this new movie on Netflix. Or I really want to watch this new movie on Hulu or whatever streaming services you guys use. Um, ask yourself, what would Jesus do? I'm not saying don't ever watch anything, your favorite shows or anything like that. I'm just saying when you have that, when your conscience is telling you to go to the Bible and go to the word, ask yourself, what would Jesus do? And that's God calling you. When you have that thought of, man, I should really, I should really be focusing on, on a couple verses instead of doing this right now. I should really stop. I should really put this off and I should really focus on that. That's God calling you. That's talking to God. When you feel that, that's God saying, hey, 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 remember me? Come on, get away from that earthly stuff. All right. All right. Let's have our let's have our uh, um, Lord's Prayer tonight all together before we get into the first and foremost section. And then we will bring on Mark Fincham because he's got a lot to say and we got a lot to talk about. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We got a lot of newcomers in here tonight, folks. I mean, I shouldn't say a lot of newcomers. A lot of people who are getting here for the first time tonight. uh, And a lot of people who are here for the first time tonight. Make sure you welcome them. Do not call anybody a troll. Because remember, they are lost souls until they refuse the help that we give them. Then you can call them a troll. Then we'll kick them out. Right now, we've got 2,600 people watching here on Rumble. We've got about, what is that? Oh, how many people over on Getter's over there? we got about only 300 people watching over there on Getter. Let's get these numbers going while I get the news going. Here we go. First and foremost section, lift up your cups. Democrats steal the election. Democrats politically persecute their opponents. Democrats tank the energy and the financial sectors. Democrats open up the borders. Crime pours in. Human trafficking and sex trafficking pour in. Drugs pour in. More and more come over that southern border every single day. And finally, they come to a street near you. Do I have that all about right? Does that sound all about chronologically the correct way that the Democrats have ruled over the last two years? Well, it sounds a lot like that to me. Now, I have a friend. You guys all may know her. Her name is Savannah Hernandez. Now, Savannah Hernandez was on the streets of Philadelphia the last couple days. And the reason why she's there is she wants to be, she wants to A, expose what the heck is going on on the streets of Philadelphia. She wants to expose the crime that's going on in the streets of Philadelphia. But she also wants to be there so that she can inform or bring to you the stuff that's going on in the streets there in, uh, in Philadelphia, you know, just eight days, seven days before we stop, uh, so we can stop the spread of destruction. That's what she's there for. She is there to show you guys what in the heck is going on on the streets of Philadelphia. Well, while she's there trying to show you what's going on at the hands of these communist Democrats, she not only gets harassed, she gets her equipment stolen, and she almost gets assaulted by who? Loving liberals. The same loving liberals who do not want her to expose what in the heck is going on on the streets of Philadelphia seven days before the midterm elections. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, Savannah Hernandez, 
in Philadelphia. Here, Here we go. at a prevention point in Philadelphia, I've been physically attacked twice now because I'm trying to report on the needle exchange program. My camera was taken by a drug addict, thrown on the ground and smashed, and then one of their security officers went ahead and took my uh, microphone, smashed it as well. I have this woman right over here who has been uh, making sure to tell me that I'm not allowed to report on a public street. So this is a public area. What they're doing behind me is a needle exchange program, and they do not want this exposed on the streets of Philadelphia, that they are allowing drug addicts to um, exchange dirty needles for clean ones. Again, I've been attacked twice now. Thank you so much. Uh, the security guard took this. Again, this is my smashed equipment. Uh, I've been attacked multiple times here. So this is what's being allowed to prosper on the streets of Philadelphia. Again, prevention point on KNA. All right, I now hold on, a, hold on. She's got another video as well. Let's bring up that other video that she's got where she's exposing the, uh, the, the white liberal who's responsible for all this. She says, shout out to the white liberal who falsely accused me um, and basically started all this. Check this out. Okay, guys, so again, I just want to highlight how uh, reporting in America works. I had this lovely white liberal over here. Uh, I was not filming anybody's faces. I was filming the needle exchange program. She made a very big issue out of it, resulting in me getting attacked two times. So um, congratulations to the white liberal here in Philadelphia, making sure that I got attacked twice. My equipment was destroyed, but guess what? We still got the shot and we are still trying to show you what is going on in the streets of Philadelphia here. Oh, that, okay, that lady. Guys, so again, okay, I... that lady didn't like that behind her, did she? She didn't like that at all. But here's the problem, folks. They're incentivizing the massive drug use. They're incentivizing the crime. They're incentivizing all of it. I mean, if you tell heroin addicts to bring your dirty needles here, and we will exchange your dirty needles for clean needles here, boot up on the side of the street real quick. What do you call that? If you don't call that uh, incentivizing crime, if you don't call that creating an environment of dependent, homeless, drugged out criminals, then what do you call it? You would never have been allowed to do that when I was younger. You'd never been allowed to do that. So God bless Savannah Hernandez. She's, uh, we, we've, we've, I've talked to her all the time, trying to get her on the show, trying to nail her schedule down and our schedule is very difficult, but we'll get her on in God's time. Long story short, she's out there fighting. Ben Berkwam is out there fighting. Heather Mullins is out there fighting. Catherine Engelbrook and Greg Phillips, God bless them. They're out there fighting. Uh, Steve Bannon, out there fighting. Alex Jones, out there fighting. LFA, out there fighting. We're fighting, folks. And like I said, everybody, all of you, the people that I name every day, the people that I thank every day, the people that donate, share, and rumble every day, we are all part of the new greatest generation. Now, I'm not saying that to pat ourselves on the back. I don't want to be part of that generation. I want to be part of the generation that actually absolutely just grows up, goes to work every day, nine to five, loves my kids, has weekends completely free, doesn't have to worry about things that they saw at the border, doesn't have to worry about reporting on things, doesn't have to fight every day. I would love to go bowling every night. I'd love to go to the movies with my family if I could afford it. In a Trump's America, I could. Not in a Biden's America. I would love to not have to have, to, I would love to not have to do this. I would. I got to be honest with you. But that's not why we're here. That's not why we're called. No great people in history or people that were remembered for, 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 for saving a country or for liberating a people, no great people in history say, oh, I had a great time doing this. This has been absolutely awesome. Never. Ever, ever, ever. So consider yourself lucky and blessed that God has put you here 
and now for this. Now, before we bring on our guest tonight, Mark Fincham, I do want to go, since we're talking about Philadelphia, since we're talking about Pennsylvania, okay? I do got to, um, I, I, I do have to go and highlight uh, this next video for you from John Fetterman, but just give me uh, one second here. Uh, uh, Mark, if you can hear me on your side, I know you're waiting right now, but if you can mute on your side real quick, that would be great. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this video for you real quick of John Fetterman, uh, because he's on CNN's Don Lemon's new, you know, nobody still cares that I have a show on his daytime show now, but he goes here and he tells you how, how fit he is. Check this out. You're you're asking voters to trust you on your word that your health is good without the, the full story. So in the interest of full transparency for the voters, do you think it would help if you let your doctors brief the press before election night? I think we've been pretty transparent. You know, we've we've had our doctors uh, just be very clear that that they're here, that we're able to and, and fit to, to to serve. And from my point, um, uh, you know, we've been also been very transparent in terms of showing up at a debate and very transparent about you know having events in front of thousands and thousands of Pennsylvanians for for, for months. And I was, again, no, it was no secret that I was going to miss some words. I was going to mush some words together. Uh, and, and as we've been very clear in the debate and during, during this, this interview, I'm, I've been using captioning as well. True, I believe uh, we've been pretty transparent to give all the voters to, to make it their, their, their choice. And listen, I, I'm asking the question for the voters because then voters may, ask, may wonder, is there a reason that you don't want your doctors to take questions? That's why I keep asking this. As soon as I'm done with this, I've got to go over to KFNX for hour and a half interview. Oh, I, I just I just believe and, that uh, we have our doctors uh, just weigh in on that and, and they the believe that I'm fit, uh, to, fit to serve. See, and that's how he answers questions, ladies. I, I agree that we stand and we stand and I agree and my doctors did this and I agree that we do this and I agree that everything's good and then we stand and we stand and we look and we and, you know, the doctor's never answering a real question ever. Look, the fact of the matter is, John, the little bit of transparency that you have given the people, you know, telling them that you're reading a teleprompter and all this stuff, the little bit of transparency that you have given to people has shown us all we need to know. You going on that debate stage, them letting you go on that debate stage, look, I applaud courage from anybody from anywhere, any side of the aisle. But when somebody is in charge of your campaign and they throw you up there like that, we saw everything that we needed to see. So between all of the transparency out of the Fetterneck, um, campaign and what we just saw from savannah hernandez on the streets of philadelphia i think it's a clear choice ladies and gentlemen who do you vote for to stop crime doug mastriano now let's go from pennsylvania all the way to arizona who do you go to to stop crime out there well let me let me count the ways mark fincham carrie lake wendy rogers blake masters abe hamada i mean do i got to keep going if you want to stop crime and you want to stop the crap that's coming over the southern border, ladies and gentlemen, I would think that those names are probably good names to start with. And speaking of that, speaking of that, well, we did have Mark Fincham with us. Uh, Mark, we lost Mark real quick. Hopefully we get Mark back. Uh, we just lost him. Hold on one second, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, while we work on getting Mark Fincham back, folks, we um, Mark Fincham right now is currently a representative in Arizona. Okay, Mark Fincham saw a problem, and that problem was with the Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs. Guess who else has a problem with Katie Hobbs? Carrie Lake. 
Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs are now going for governor. Mark Fincham wants Katie Hobbs' current job. Why? Because if Mark Fincham has Katie Hobbs' current job, then Mark Fincham is in charge of of the elections in that state. And let me ask you this. Do you honestly think Do you honestly think that Mark Fincham is going to allow illegal people to vote? Do you think he's going to send out 24,000, 25,000 ballots to illegals? I don't think he is. I don't think Mark Fincham's going to do that. That is why he's running, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the reason why we wanted to bring Mark on tonight, and I see that we got him back, so I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to bring him on real quick. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Mark Fincham from Arizona. Thank you very much, Mark, for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Mark, you got it? Can you hear us okay? Hold on real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to make sure that we're all good. Mark, can you hear okay? Can you see me? Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Huh. That's odd. Well, hold on one second here. Huh. Well, Mark can, Mark's having a hard time hearing me, folks. Uh, he can see me and I can see him, but we're having some technical difficulties here. So, um, I can't hear a word you're saying, man. Hey, I can. Okay, yeah. Hold on just one second, uh, guys. All right, so what we're going to probably have to do here is call him by phone. So let's just try let's just try to do it that way. Let's try to call him by phone. I'm going to call you by phone, Mark, real quick. Maybe we can just do it on speakerphone. How about that? Are you there? Yeah, I am. We're going to have to do it this way, Mark. I don't know why you can't hear me. But I do got you here. And uh what I, and what I want to talk about uh Mark is uh, I got you on the screen at least anyway, so these people can see you. Hopefully it works out this way. What I want to talk about is what happened to you yesterday. What happened on Twitter yesterday, eight days at that point before the election. Uh, it looks like they're trying to put their, their, their thumb on the scale over there in Arizona once again. Please let us know what in the heck is going on out there. So it's a bit of an interesting story, and um, I've gained a new respect for Elon Musk. <laughs> yesterday... Yesterday, uh, while I was on a plane on my way back from the election integrity hearing in Orlando, Florida, my Twitter account was just blocked. We don't know why. We weren't given an explanation other than you've broken the community rules. Okay. Now, Mr. Musk has basically said, uh, I want to restore a little law and order to Twitter and make sure that everybody has a voice out on Twitter. And that's probably why he's walked some of their senior executives out the door, um, rightfully so. So he's cleaning house. And out of nowhere, we get uh, Twitter banned. We're in Twitter jail. So um, my team put out a a comment because I was in the air and said, what's up with this? Jenna Ellis caught wind of it. And she um, put out a tweet that said, hey, Elon, uh, what's going on here? At Elon Musk. In seconds. He responded, I'll look into it. 41 minutes later, (laughs) the account was back up and live. And I'm thinking probably 45 minutes later, somebody was being escorted out the door with a box, I'm guessing. 
But uh, it, it was a fascinating thing to watch. Here, you got a guy that's got 144 million followers. Okay, he he thinks enough of this situation to say, "Oh no, 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 no! We are not going to have the thumb of influence sitting on the scale of election freedom, election justice. Not not going to happen." Particularly, I mean, the timing of this is very suspicious. Seven days prior to the election, eight days yesterday. Um, so <laughs> there's another thing that's happened that's kind of a side note. We went from having 51,000 followers to we're now up over 72,000. And we're picking up anywhere from 100 to 200 an hour. That's the power of having an executive lead a company and say, we are going to do a paradigm shift here. This is not, and he's catching all kinds of heck from uh, the leftist and the fringe left. How could you give somebody like that a mouthpiece? And his response, paraphrased, of course, okay, this isn't your space. This is, and, and by the way, these folks need to understand, and I'm sure Elon Musk probably gets the idea, they're about to be called public utilities, which means they're going to be regulated like a public utility. Now, they're bringing that on themselves because of their bad actions, their bad behavior, um, trying to force people to sit down and shut up that disagree with them. So, quite frankly, uh, my hat's off to Elon Musk. Here's a guy in the private sector who, let's not forget, he acquired Twitter to clean Twitter up and to make Twitter available to everybody. He just did it. That's amazing to me that we've got a, a, a big tech guy has moved in on the space and said, no more of this. We're going to have a free exchange of ideas. Whether you like the ideas or not isn't the point. We're going to have a free exchange of ideas. So my hat's off to Elon Musk. Right now, I'm thinking this is the one guy who gets it in the big tech world. And he's going to be vilified, already been vilified. But quite frankly, this is we need more leadership like this to open up the arena of ideas. Well, Mark, and one thing that I want to let people know, too, is you can hear me okay? Everything? You can hear me okay? Okay. One thing I want to let people know here is, too, look, you don't have to subscribe to everything that Elon Musk loves or does. He's not. He's clearly not a Christian. It doesn't matter. What we're talking about here is a businessman in a business sense looking at a business that he just paid $44 billion for and said, huh, how can I make this a viable business? Well, what's viable? Truth is viable. Facts are viable. Freedom of speech is viable. America is viable. America is the biggest, the greatest business in the world to market. So why not market it? And that is what he did. So I, you know, I'm not a Twitter fan. I'm banned from it for life and I never used it. So I don't know how that worked. Maybe I'm unbanned now. I don't know. Fact of the matter is when people are running for big, powerful positions like yourself, like Carrie Lake, and somebody bans them eight days before the election, and then a guy comes back in 41 minutes and unbans you, that, to me, shows good leadership in Twitter, and I agree. Uh, but let's move on from that real quick, Mark. you got a big day coming up next Tuesday. You could take Katie Hobgoblin's job, and rightfully so. You would be in charge then of overseeing the elections in the state of Arizona. I can't imagine that you would actually send, accidentally send out 25,000 ballots to illegal aliens or send out thousands of ballots to anybody who didn't deserve one. Uh, let me know, let me know how things are going to run after you win uh, Tuesday. Uh, well, we're going to clean house. Number one, we're going to clean the voter rolls. Number two, 
um, we're going to look into the past practices of county recorders and ask the question, the hard question, the uncomfortable question, were your actions within the law? And if they weren't, there's going to be a referral to the attorney general's office. And, you know, there's a lot that can be done besides criminal prosecution. Um, perhaps we, we reach an agreement with the county recorders if there's something that's been done that is uh, not under the law, that we have uh, formulate some kind of a plan to help them, a compliance plan, if you will, so that that doesn't happen again. Because one of the things that um, I'm being vilified for by um, the now apparently disgraced Attorney General Mark Burnovich for participating in a hit job on 60 Minutes, and, you know, he wants to say that uh, every, everything was horse crap uh, that was turned into him. No, what's horse crap is you've been sitting on this for a year and you got found out. You got outed. In fact, Catherine Engelbrecht and um, um, Greg Phillips, good friends of mine who are now sitting in jail because they refused to give up an anonymous source. Um, a whistleblower, by the way. They're the ones that broke the conic story about the intrusion of the Chinese Communist Party into American election systems. Okay, uh, I'm not sure quite how this two-tier justice system works, but I'll be glad to see Mark Burnovich gone. It's time for us to have new leadership in the state of Arizona that care about cares about the people instead of the power brokers, instead of the people who are pulling the strings of certain elected officials. And I think that's what they're freaking out about. That's why they're calling me a dangerous man. Dangerous man. Okay, I'm, I'm dedicated to one overall mission. Mission number one is to hold everyone accountable to just follow the law. Now, if I'm considered dangerous because of that, the only reason I can think of why somebody would call me dangerous is because they're not currently fo following the law and they don't want to follow the law. And, and they're afraid of getting caught. Well, perhaps you should have had your moral compass a little finer tuned. In fact, I was just telling um, Jenna Ellis in one of the interviews that I did earlier, I, I was able to lay in a supply of seven brass compasses. And I'm going to hand one to each one of my staff. And they're going to be engraved. Check your moral compass. I, I love that. And, and I love the fact that you're coming into this with a, look, I'm not here to be a, a, a jerk to anybody, but we're going to follow the law. We're going to have a moral compass here. We're not going to go outside this line. Here's your red line. Uh, we're going we're gonna to make sure, we're going to hold you accountable. Accountability, right, Mark? I mean, who, who would have ever thought that we'd have to, you know, explain what accountability means to an adult? Uh, but look, I, I have full faith that you and the rest of the Dream Team in Arizona are going to pull out a big, huge win next Tuesday. Uh, you guys have really set the tone. Uh, and I've told Wendy this, by the way, you guys have set the tone in Arizona for the rest of the country. How you guys worked together in Arizona is how every candidate in every state needs to work together. And now we're not only starting to see that, we're starting to see you guys all work uh, interstately in an interstate way. You guys are helping people out in other states. And, and I just never seen the Republican Party united like that, at least not since probably Ronald Reagan. So it's really good to see, sir, I'm going to give you the last 60 seconds. The floor is yours. Let the people of Arizona know what they got to do in the next seven days. Well, first of all, um, let's, let's do a whole lot of praying. Let's pray that God's will is done. Number two, um, we got to have people go to the polls, take, take your family, take your friends. If you know an independent voter, make sure that they go to the polls and vote. 
Now, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I'd, I wanted them to vote for me, but I'm more I'm less interested in them voting for me and more interested in them exercising their suffrage. So finally, if people want to go to votefincham.com, that's V-O-T-E-F-I-N-C-H-E like Edward, M like Mary, dot com. Um, they can see the news pieces and most of all, they can give, they can make a donation. We still have got about a $25,000 gap. We got to close um, so that we can finish strong. But it's very clear to me that we are uh, on the cusp of a, a major victory. We've got uh, independents are breaking our way. Um, we've got a lot of Republican ballots have not yet been turned on, turned in. But we do have to have that closing advertising for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and on into Tuesday for this coming week, next week. So if people go to votefincham.com, they can click up there. Also, if you are a former Twitter user, Go out and, and visit Twitter and follow Mark fin the real Mark Fincham, okay? And I, Jeremy, I'd even encourage you to perhaps stick your toe in the water. Maybe. If, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If nothing else, <laughs> if nothing else, I'll follow you. So you got one follower. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> hey, thank you, Mark. God bless you, man. Love you. And, uh, again, we're going to be praying for you. Have yourself a great night, and we'll talk soon. We'll, we'll actually have you back as a celebratory uh, appearance here on LFA. How about that? Roger that. All right. All right. God bless you, brother. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Mark Fincham. Now, I know we had some technical difficulties there. I know I had to have him, uh, had to have him come in by phone and by, uh, and by Zoom, but we got him in. And that's the great part. We got him in. We got his message out. And what a story, huh? What a story. Swarm the polls, says Burge, six, uh, Burge 87. Burge B87 says, swarm those polls. Amen. Swarm those polls. I have, I have uh, all faith in the world that people in Arizona are going to pull this out. Every single one of them are going to pull this out. Blake Masters, all of them. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be able to call the election that night with my fellow LFA TV family men and women. I cannot wait to be with all of you on election night. We're going to be here until midnight or longer if it takes it. Okay? 7 p.m. to midnight. Right after my show, we'll have a little bit of like an hour break. Get yourself your food get your coffee, get whatever you got to get, get your spot on the couch because we're going to have LFA TV real results 2022 next Tuesday. I'm super, super excited for that. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go on, I do want to highlight something I see you guys been talking about in the comment section, and that is CB Distillery. Somebody said, I got it, and it actually works great. Of course it does. I would not ever ever, ever, ever promote something to you guys that did not work. And I'm going to tell you what right now, with as many people we have in this family over the age of 50, 60 years old, the relief, the relief sticks are amazing. Eli, how old is he? What are you, Eli? 30, what are you, 42, 41, 40? I think he's 40 years old, 41, 41. All right, he's only 41 years old. He's, he's using this relief stick and he's like, this thing works wonders. So make sure you guys check it out, cbdistillery.com. There's stuff there for everybody. There's stuff there for your pets. It puts a big, huge dent in the pharmaceutical company and the pharmaceutical industry. They hate anything CBD, which means I love everything CBD. It's natural. It works. You got sleep gummies. You got relief sticks. You got stuff for arthritis. You got stuff for your pets for arthritis. Trust me, it works. Give it a try. CBDistillery.com. Use the promo code LFA. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you this right now. We are on the cusp of something amazing. When Mark Fincham just said he believes we're on the cusp of something great, He's not lying. We are on the cusp of seeing something 
that we never thought we'd see. Now, before we even get into this next story, think about this. Think about this. Your children are going to grow up in a world where they do not know what federal legal abortion looks like. If that isn't reason to celebrate and put your hands to the sky, I don't know what is. Matter of fact, I got some music for that. Celebrate good times. We're living in good times, and you and I are going to be part of something amazing. We don't know what it is yet, but I know that something amazing is definitely down the pipeline. Now, for pretty much the rest of the show, what I want to do is I want to spend time going from state to state, exposing, this is what we're going to do for the next seven days, exposing and showing everybody who they're going to vote for if they vote the left. If they vote the way they did in the last election, I want them to know exactly who they're going to vote for. Now, I'm not going to really highlight a lot of the people on the right because we know the people on the right, we know what they want. They want personal choice. They want parental freedom. They want all that, okay? What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to spend the next seven days showing the people that, are, that think they want to vote for the left. I'm going to show them exactly who they're voting for, okay? Um, do I have this? See if we have... Uh... So, first of all, we're going to go to New York, For Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams, Eric 8th Grade Adams in New York is doing something that other states have been doing lately. And what that is, ladies and gentlemen, is ignoring the Supreme Court. Now, I never thought we'd live in a world where you could actually ignore the Supreme Court and actually get away with it. But we do. We live in a world where Pennsylvania right now is ignoring the Supreme Court. And now Eric 8th Grade Adams is also going to ignore the Supreme Court when it comes to unvaccinated cops. The Supreme Court ruling came down and said, you must hire back all unvaccinated cops and all city workers with back pay. Eric 8th Grade Adams says, where you get that hanging earring from? We ain't gonna hire them bad, no. Project Veritas actually is confirming this. They will not be. They will be ignoring Supreme Court rule once again, and they will not be hiring these employees back. Check this out. Continuing to send these emails out and deny people their religious accommodation request, even after this judge's order, you have no idea who is reviewing your exemption. So they're basically telling you that your religious beliefs are not religious enough for them. Now a New York police officer has sent to Project Veritas a threatening email he received stating that Mayor Eric Adams' office and NYPD officials continue to, quote, ignore the stop vaccination mandate for city employees and deny their religious exemptions. Chris Baugh, a now former top aide of Mayor Eric Adams, who was fired for his comments about police from our reporting, shine some light on the controversy. Did they like try to claim like religious exemptions and stuff? Yeah, which doesn't exist. Doesn't there are like exist. two religions that are anti-vaccine, uh, period. Yeah. You had to prove like my religion has always said I'm not allowed to get a vaccine. You can't just be like, I decided today that I don't like this vaccine. So a lot of people got denied religious exemptions. Mayor Adams fired Chris Baugh for his disparaging comments after the second release in the series pledging that he will stand up for the city's first responders. But when you have disparaging remarks about first responders, that's unacceptable. But my first responders, I'm going to stand up for them. What I'm hearing from the mayor's office is that they've already fired enough people. And if this gets reversed, they're looking at a lot of lawsuits from those people who have been fired. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. They're planning on just letting it go to court. Why? Why? Because they're not playing with their money. They're playing with your money. Here's what I think should happen. If an elected official who plays with your money as taxpayer money 
and lets lawsuits happen, and they don't care because they're not liable. They're not personally responsible. Here's what I think. I think that anybody who ignores a court order or anybody who ignores a Supreme Court ruling in any way, shape, or form, if and when they get sued, I think that person should be personally held liable because I guarantee you their actions would change immediately. It would almost change as quick as if you told them they had term limits. Okay, their actions would change immediately. Why? Well, it's that 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 age old word that Democrats and liberals hate accountability. I think we should be able to hold these people accountable personally so that they're not messing with so that they're not uh, playing games with lawsuits with your taxpayer money, because in the end, who's going to pay them? The city of New York. The city of New York is going to pay them, not the mayor, not Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams. He only has an eighth grade education, at least by, you know, listening to him. That's what he sounds like anyway. How's he ever going to pay off million dollars in lawsuits? He's not going to be able to. Who's going to pay it? The city of New York. So I say, hold, I say, if an elected official defies a Supreme Court order or defies a judge's ruling in any court system anywhere by the judge or by the jury of the peers, then they should be held accountable financially. Amen? Amen? I think, I, yes, that's contempt of the court, but they don't care. This is what I'm talking about. Lately, this... Lately, um, Tory said, isn't that, uh, um, isn't that contempt of court? Yes, it is. But they don't care. Look in Pennsylvania. They're supposed to be not counting those ballots. They said, oh, well, we're going to count them anyway. Oh, well, deal with it. We're going to count them anyway. That's what they said. They're not listening. And who's going to enforce it? You think Brett Kavanaugh and, and Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch and, and uh, uh, what's her name? The, the lady that doesn't even know what a woman is. You think they're going to come down off their high chairs and enforce it? They're not, they're, nobody's going to do anything. Look, if the law enforcement is behind the people that are in charge, Nobody's going to do anything about it. Nobody. It's amazing, isn't it? They can just ignore Supreme Court law nowadays. Unfreaking believable. And again, why we're showing all this stuff state to state is because you got seven days left. And we want to keep you informed, the viewer, who, so that you can go out and you can inform people that you work with, people that you're friends with, people in your family. You guys got to show them this stuff because you know what? It might not change every mind, but it will change minds. When somebody sees those people running across the border and stabbing border patrol agents, well, then they'll go, well, maybe there is a southern border invasion. Okay, well, cool. Now I'm going to take you back. and I'm going to show you Jeremy's morning show where he showed the library of the dead, all of the dead bodies that are rotting and turning into skeletons at the border in one county alone. And then you can get people to understand, wait a minute, maybe I don't want to vote for this. Now, again, this isn't going to be everybody, not everybody, but you'll get some. You will get some. You need to be informed and you need to inform people. So let's go down to Florida real quick, okay? Because if you vote for, uh, what's his name, Charlie Crist? Folks, if you vote for Charlie Crist in Florida, I'm going to tell you what you're going to get right now. Now, I don't believe in any way, shape, or form that Charlie Crist has any chance in H-E double hockey sticks to beat Ron DeSantis. As a matter of fact, we might see Ron DeSantis beat Charlie Crist worse than then Liz Cheney got beat in her own home state. However, I still got to bring you the news. If you vote for Charlie Crist out of the words of his own mouth, Demic. he said that he will lock you down and he will mask you back up again if the CDC or scientists tell him to do so. Check this Hopefully out. Hopefully it's behind us. But as Florida's governor, would you be open to mandating or regulating masks? I would be open to doing what scientists I just read an article this morning. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, so I'm going to the airport right after this, going to Orlando, and 
I'm going to wear a mask on the plane. Ooh, yeah. You don't have to anymore, but I'm going to because Florida is experiencing an uptick that yeah. began this Oh, week. my and land. it's not even the Omicron B2. It's a new variant. Oh, so, uh, new variant. Very uh, poignant question. Thank you. It's a new variant. Charlie Crist in all of his leather skin, uh, huge brain <laughs> research that he's done. He said it's a new version. It's a new version. Nobody's ever heard of it before. Yeah, it's called it's called Livid 19. Livid 19, ladies and gentlemen. I would I would. And, 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 and I'll tell you what, I, I wouldn't I would put the masks and the lockdowns back in it. I would listen to scientists. So it means so that means he would he would lock you down and he'd mask you up in Florida. Can you see Florida locked down and masked up? I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I don't think I'd ever see Florida be locked down and masked up. Unbelievable. There's a new variant. We don't know about it, but Charlie Chris knows about it. We don't know about it, but Charlie Chris knows about it. Look, if I had leather skin like Charlie Chris, I would never get infected with anything. That's like a rubber suit. That's literally when Charlie Chris goes deep sea diving, he doesn't even need to put a suit on. Doesn't even need to put a suit. All he needs is a breathing apparatus right in. His leather skin will keep him completely dry. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a new variant. Of course he would. Well, now let's go from Florida all the way to Detroit. Because uh, somebody else visited Detroit who's a loser as well. And you know what? Since we're in Loserville, where's the music? Let's go ahead and cue that Loserville music, huh? I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Speaking of losers who are not what they appear to be, let's go talk about Barack Hussein Obama. Because Barack Hussein Obama went to Detroit. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Motor City. Barack Hussein Obama decided he's going to go to Detroit and really just rally the troops, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, want, to tell, I want to show you something, though. Before we get to the rally the troops, I want to show you the, the still shot of this video. Check this out. There's Barack Hussein Obama, right? There's the crowd. There's the bleachers. In a gymnasium. In a gymnasium, Barack Hussein Obama got 250 people to come out in Detroit. Even Barack Hussein Obama's base is gone. 250 losers packed into a gym. Didn't even have to pack in. Actually, there was plenty of standing room. There's plenty of seating room as well. And it was great because even the 250 people couldn't all be there for Obama. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because there was people that went in there to protest his illegal coup of Ukraine in 2014. Oh, and leading us into World War III. This is beautiful. Watch this. I love it. Mr. President, there's more people. There's more people that are. There's more people that are going to get hurt if we go into nuclear war. Right now, we're on the verge of nuclear war. Thanks to what you did. Hold on. Take it back. Let's take it back to the beginning. The you overthrew. President, 
There's more people. There's more people that are. There's more people that are going to get hurt if we go into nuclear war. Right now, we're on the verge of nuclear war. You got about 10 or 15 seconds in the video more than that. But what it is is they had people throughout the crowd taking turns doing this, stopping his speech. And I loved it. I'm not for uh, censoring somebody's speech, but I am for holding people accountable and calling them out. And I love it. People are pushing back everywhere. Look at AOC. She can't do an event without people pushing back on her. Uh, Elizabeth Warren can't do an event without people pushing back on her. Barack Hussein Obama, the Lord and Savior to the evil left, he can't even do an event where he draws any more than 250 people and isn't heckled. Why? Because we, the people, have had enough. We get it. We know what's here. We know what we're dealing with. And we're dealing with communists. I mean, think about it. These people are out there calling them out. We want to know why you staged an illegal coup in Ukraine in 2014 that is leading us to world war now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, trust me. Trust me. If Donald J. Trump did not win in 2016, we would have already been at world war for the last two years. We would have seen nuclear war already happening. We would have seen dirty bombs already set off had Hillary Clinton won in 2016. That was the entire plan. And God bless these people for going out and calling it out. God bless these people for going out and calling it out. Russia is not the bad guy in this. Ukraine and the United States of America are the bad guy in this. Do you know how much that hurts me to say that? Do you know how much it hurts me that my beloved country is capable of doing what we know that they're doing? Who's the bad guys? I can tell you who the bad guys are right now. It isn't Russia. Not in this sense. Nope, it's Ukraine and the United States of America with the backing of the United Nations. That is who's to blame. That's who's at fault. And we, the American people, are not going to let our legacy, our constitution, our country continue to be tarnished by communists. Period. Period. Now, I have two more great stories to tell you, and those who stayed, you're the lucky ones because we've got an awesome story about Donald Trump to finish the show. But until then, I always told you that I I would be out looking out for you guys, and that's what this is all about. I worked very, very hard to find out everything I could about this emergency relief for you coming from the CARES Act. I hated the CARES Act. I hated everything about it because it's going to bankrupt your grandchildren, okay, for years and years and maybe their kids. However... 
If there's money out there that you're eligible for because of the CARES Act, go get it and make a better life for you and your family now. If anybody, listen very closely to me. This is not a ploy for you to spend any money. This is for you. If anybody, any business, we have almost 500 businesses on the American Strong Companies tab. If any business was viable and stayed open or any business started or any business was forced to close, and this includes churches and 501c3 um, nonprofit organizations, if any of that applies to you and you had W-2 employees during that time, you are eligible for $26,000 each employee you have. And you're eligible for a lot more if you can show that supply chain issues were a problem. If you started a business in this time, you'll get eligible for more. And if you were locked, forced to be locked down, there's also other monies you can get as well out of this. But each individual employee that you had, each W-2 employee that you had, you're going to get $26,000 for. No ifs, ands, or buts. It is not a loan. It is not auditable. It is not taxable. It comes directly to you, and you can spend it on anything that you want. Toilet paper for when the toilet paper goes down. Anything you want. $26,000 per employee for anybody out there who had or started a business or were forced to shut down during the COVID lockdowns. All you have to do is go to this one website. This is a website created just for you that we created with these tax people so that we could get you guys money, okay? COVIDtaxrelief.org, okay? COVIDtaxrelief.org. Shan says, don't take any money from the government. They will own your business. Not true, not here. I would not, I would not tell people to do this otherwise. They have, there's no strings attached to your business whatsoever with this money, okay? They passed this money so they could steal money for themselves, but they also had to put money in there for the American people, and that's where it's there for you. This money's coming from the CARES Act. It's already there. It's already appropriated. Who's paying for it? Your grandkids are, and their grandkids. They're paying for it, and it's there for you. So why don't you go get it now, and why don't you give yourself and your grandkids some relief now? Yes, it's taxpayer money, but it's already paid for, guys. It's not like you're, you going and getting the money that's owed to you is going to be pulling it from somewhere that it's, uh, that it's not pulled from. It's already pulled. It's already for you. COVIDtaxrelief.org. If you want to get some of that money back, go there now if you have a business that had W-2 employees, all right? All right. I want to show you two things here at the end of the show that are really important. Number one, right now they are saying, that the, the, the right, the MAGA Trump supporters are the candidates of dangerous rhetoric. That our dangerous rhetoric is getting people killed. Our dangerous rhetoric is getting people hurt. Our dangerous rhetoric is a threat to democracy. Yesterday, I showed you a montage of how that's incredibly a, 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 a huge lie. And I showed you a montage, and that's why I love the internet, because the internet never forgets, right? I love going back and using their own words against them. Kick them when they're down. Get in their face. Do not let them be there. Push them out of the grocery store. All of this stuff. All of that dangerous rhetoric that actually got an attempted assassination of a Supreme Court justice this year. Nobody wants to talk about that though, right? Right? We only care about drunk nudist Paul Pelosi, right? We already, we already, we, 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 we put a huge spotlight on that drunk loser Paul Pelosi. But what about Justice Brett Kavanaugh? There was an attempted assassination on his life. Nobody talked about that. Nobody said anything about the summer of love, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, now I'm about to show you another 
huge piece of proof that the left is the one that is the party of violence. We've got some new numbers that I'd like to share with you. 22 times more attacks on pro-life centers and individuals than on pro-abortion centers and groups since Roe v. Wade. Excuse me, since the Dobbs leak. Since the Dobbs leak. So let me just rephrase that in a way that everybody can understand. Since the Dobbs leak, which was a hugely illegal act that somebody should pay for, there have been 22 times more violent attacks against pro-life individuals and pro-life centers than there have been against pro-abortion individuals and pro-abortion centers and groups. 22 times more. Clee Sully said, what is that again? I'm going to put it in here. Tax. Um, hold on, I'm just going to put this in the chat so everybody has it, okay? <clears throat> COVID tax relief.org. There it is. It's in the chat. Now you guys got it. It's also in the uh, comment section, uh, the description section of this video. So ladies and gentlemen, 22 times more. That is a real statistic. That's not made up. That's not made up by me. Data compiled from crime research centers found that between the Dobbs leak and the September 24th, 2022, in between those two periods of time, there have been many attacks on pro-lifers and pro-abortion groups. But the founder of the Crime Prevention Research Center said that a review of the cases shows that over 22 times more violence uh, has been caused, violence acts have been caused against pro-life advocates. That is huge. That is huge, especially when the overwhelming narrative in the media right now is to say that everything is coming from the right to the left. All this political violence, all of this talk about hurting people and taking away their right to abortion, all this stuff, they saying it's all coming from the left or from the right to the left. That's not true. The political attacks are coming from the left to the right. The assassination attempt of a, a Supreme Court justice was from the left to the right. Okay, this made up story about Paul Pelosi, the guy that uh, supposedly is a Trump supporter, Black Lives Matter enthusiast everywhere. And now this, ladies and gentlemen, you are never, ever, 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 ever going to pull the wall over my eyes here on LFA TV. You're liars. You all know you're liars. And I can prove every single one of you wrong every second of the day and twice on Sunday with actual facts. Not a single liberal Democrat out there knows anything more than a current fifth grader. They are just mindless, dumb zombies, unfortunately. Now, I don't want them to be that. I want them to be smart. I want them to be free thinking. I want them to be patriots. But the, the clear uh, truth is they're just not. They're just not. So we will make sure they get the information every single day here on Live from America. And now, the end of the show. And great news for Donald J. Trump. I didn't think this was going to happen. Yesterday, Donald J. Trump, asked the Supreme Court, we covered it here on LFA, to block the House of uh, the House Democrats from getting his taxes. And today, Chief Justice John Roberts blocks the handover of Trump tax forms to House Democrats. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Is this real? Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts today blocked the handover of President Trump's tax forms to House Democrats in their latest fishing expedition targeting President Trump. Democrats and their supporters in the big tech, big pharma, and big corporations are quickly turning America into a socialist state where opposition candidates are continually harassed and attacked. 
But on Tuesday, today, John Roberts says, nope, not going to happen, and blocked this latest unconstitutional investigation on President Trump. Now, I don't know how much water that holds, A, coming from John Roberts, but B, B, since nobody follows Supreme Court justice rule anyway. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, long story short, I cannot believe Chief Justice John Roberts did this. I really can't. Now, the block is temporary. Let's get into this. The Supreme Court today temporarily halted a House panel from accessing the financial records of former President Donald J. Trump. I'm reading the story, not my words. The move, which comes in response to an emergency request Trump filed yesterday, was ordered by Chief Justice John Roberts, who handles emergency matters arising in the District of Columbia. It comes after a lower court cleared the way for the House Ways and Means Committee to obtain the records as part of a long-running legal battle. So what we're going to do is we're going to play half the music. I'm not even going to show the video, and we're going to give him a half of a Smarty Award. Ladies and gentlemen, half a Smarty Award and not even the full visuals because he's not worth it. Smarty Award today goes to John Roberts. Now, if John Roberts full comes through and it's a permanent, uh, a permanent uh, block, well, then he'll get the other half of the Smarty and he'll get a visual. But for right now, the loser doesn't get that. He just gets a little bit of acknowledgement, maybe a head nod and, and atta boy because he's clearly a loser on everything else he decides. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I guess we'll see. He gets a half a Smarty. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Do not forget to guzzle down your field of greens every single day because it is doing wonders for me and all of you. It's truly amazing. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA and join the rest of us in getting healthy. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter because you get 20% off on every item on the store from now till Christmas. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is always only going to be one Yahweh. I even got a hat that says it. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please give me a big, huge rumble and a big, huge hug and a big, huge share on the way out. I love each and every one of you. Remember, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep, no matter what, spreading that gospel. And in order to spread it, you got to retain it. So do that too. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., bright and early as Antonio Sabato, followed by Loud Majority, and then myself. Have a great evening. Peace. That will